Mm. I only don't know that one that you guys are singing. You guys are finna learn some songs. So they instituted those songs, and one by one we learned them. Yeah. But I know that those songs that are, when you sing them, there's power in them. You know. Yeah. God made something beautiful out of our life. I remember who I was before I came to Christ. Right. I remember all those lonely nights, those cold nights. Come on, yeah. somebody. Amen. Stuck in the streets. Yeah. My little habit, my little weed. Come on, nowhere to go. Come on, somebody. Getting kicked out, out of places. I had a whole plan for my life. You know what I mean? That's so I'm just, want us around. Only God mm, wants us around. Come on now. Only I'm just God grateful God, that God uh, changed my life. It's nothing that I did except for accept his invitation Amen. to come to Christ. Come on. Come on now. He did, we didn't choose him. He chose us. Praise the Lord. We chose the bag. We chose the weed. Mm-hmm. Whatever else. High. We desire, you know what I mean? Desire so let, let, anybody before we start, anybody want to give a, a, a blast for Jesus? Amen. I just want to give God thanks for bringing me back home where I belong, where I ran for many times. But those ran away that I, that I ran away, I'm joyful for where I came to. Like it, it's not nothing that hurts me from running away. It it blesses me from God bringing me to the same place and keep putting my heart that there was a pastor and there's still going to be a pastor standing strong as a, as a strong soldier that he created inside his inside his his heart to 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 just give the love and give him the milk and honey in this in this land that he gave him and I, i'm just thankful for being who i am today a new creation not just a new creation a man of god a man of god that one day I I never accepted, but now I accept the Lord in my heart, and I accept His love to love to love me, and me continue to love Him, and for me to continue walking on this path, and let the Lord know that there's no more enemy that's gonna that's gonna tell me what to do, cause that enemy's been shut down forever. And my and I just thank, I'm just thankful for the brothers that are gonna be coming for Brother Steve that, that you're here, Steve, and that you're you're in the milk of milk and honey. Where the where God gave my our pastor a beautiful land to Amen. raise more men. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen. I think we should since we're just us here, us three, and hey, we should pray for a building. We should pray for pastor in this church. We'll pray at the end. All right. That's fine. Anybody else got you want to share? Okay. I just want to thank God for my salvation, and thank God for His faithfulness. Amen. I'm going on three years of salvation, uh, 2019, February 15th, I smoked my last blunt, come on somebody, it's been a minute, I thank God, and it's only been his given power, you know, and I just, I just want to thank God that he changed the course of my life, and uh, <coughs> I owe everything that I have to him, you know, I'm just grateful, I'm grateful for it, for it. The men here, come on somebody, sometimes the men, the men they, they leave and come and go, but we know that the right people are here. Right? Yeah. And I believe that, that more men are going to come and God's getting everything lined up because God wants to make disciples. Amen. Yeah, man. So I'm just grateful for my brothers. I'm grateful for this opportunity, grateful for my leaders. And uh, let's just pray before we start. Thank you, Jesus, for this night, God. And Lord, we just thank you for all that you've done in our lives. We pray, God, you clear our minds, God, and that your word would penetrate our heart, God. You would speak, Holy Spirit. I ask, Lord, that you would remove me, God, and my own wisdom, God, and that, Lord, the wisdom of God would be spoke over our lives tonight, Father. I thank you, Lord, that each time that we meet and gather, God, 
that your presence is there, God, and, and your word, it, it, it's never wasted, God, and it always accomplishes what you send it forth to do, God. So I pray, God, for fruitfulness within these men, God, and also my life, God. We just pray, God, and give you all the glory right now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Come on, somebody, give God some praise. So, I don't know if you guys ever given devotion before, have you? Yeah. Cool. Not here. Nice. So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so it's sometimes it's challenging to uh, put a topic together or to, to get something to speak about. Because for me, I don't feel right, you know, uh, not praying before I speak. Yeah. And, and I don't want to come up here with, with my own wisdom, my own idea of scripture. I want to come here. Knowing that the, the, the word was given to me by the Lord. And I know that I struggle up to like 5 o'clock to figure out what I'm going to speak about. But, uh, you know, and God just told me, um, seeking him. Seeking him, right? Amen. So if you look at Jeremiah 29, 11, we'll just start there. And after we read this, um, you guys have to see. This scripture changed my life. I was running from God. Come on, somebody. Running from the mental. What was it? 29, 11. Yes, running from the call of God, running from discipleship, running from the home, running from God. <laughs> and this scripture hunted me down. I was on a city bus and I went to the back of the bus and there was a letter with Jeremiah 29 11. And uh, it, it read like this It said, it said uh, For I know the thoughts. That I think towards you, say, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me, and you will go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And when you seek me, somebody say, seek me. Seek me. Seek me, and you will find me. When you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let God ever have you Father God, I just thank you tonight, God. Let, Lord, you move how you want to move, Father God. And I pray, God, that you speak to my life as well. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, if you ever see the scripture elsewhere, in other translations, it says, For I know the plans that I have for you. How many know that before we come to the Lord, we got our own plans? Come on. Yep. We got our 401k lined up. What we think? We got our 401k lined up, right? Retirement plan. Oh, no. <laughs> we got nothing in order. We think we do. We think we know what 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 uh, what we want to do with our life. Uh, how many know like uh, how, how many can remember back in school like what are you gonna be when you grow up? What do you want to be? For some reason, I never really knew what I wanted. People, I'm gonna be a doctor, be a lawyer. I, I I never knew. But it wasn't until. I ran into a victory outreach where they started to say, God has a plan for you, right? So that was man saying that God has a plan for you. After years of running, six, six, uh, yes, about six, uh, six or seven years running from God and the church, the scripture was given to me by God himself on the back of the bus. It says, for I know the plans that I have for you, said the Lord. It's like, okay. I hear this all the time. Pastor preaches every Sunday. God has a plan for you. God wants to use your life. There's a calling on your life. Mm. Come 
It would go over my head. But when I got this scripture and I was, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, I was tired of running. I, I, I was I was running myself into a bigger hole than, than what I was before. Come on, somebody. When, when you're not walking with God and you're walking away from God, it just gets worse. Come on, somebody. When, when you start to go downhill, doors shutting, right? Everything closing on you. You can't stay here. You can't sleep here. Uh, the shelter kicking me out. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Who gets kicked out of a shelter? Come on. This guy. Yeah. Anybody can go lay at a shelter, right? Yeah. I got kicked out of a shelter. But you know who it was? It was God closing that door in my life. And so after knowing God has a plan for you, but not knowing what the plan was, God gave me the scripture and it was a confirmation. And God is saying, I do have a plan for you. And, and it broke me, right? And so that's just a little backdrop. This, this scripture changed my life. But the rest of the portion of the scripture said down there, it said, if you seek me, you will find me when you search for me with your whole heart. Amen. I mean, no, this is the men's home. Come on, somebody. I didn't even know. You didn't know. Well, now, now you know. Amen. Come on. Now, we can come downstairs because we have to be downstairs 7 a.m. dragging out of bed. And I, I'm at my house. Sometimes I don't get out of bed to 9. Come on, somebody. And even when I do get into prayer... Right, sometimes my mind can be scattered. I could be thinking of everything that I got to get done today, or you know, I got bills and everything like that. Whatever, uh, got different things going on in my life, and I, I'm down. My knees are down at the ground. Right, my I I'm in position to pray. I got my music playing, but for some reason I'm distracted. Yes, come on, somebody. I'm, I'm just going through the motion. I'm not really feeling uh, a prayer this morning. My kids are running around. I know how it is at the home. Sometimes we, we we come downstairs and get into prayer position. Pastor's right there, right? Someone's kicking our feet. <laughs> knees, knees down right there. Yeah. Sometimes we got to walk around. But our minds are distracted. And, uh, man, sometimes it's hard to get into prayer. Yes. Right? Sometimes it's hard, right? And I was explaining this to my wife as well. She's like, I'm not feeling it. <sighs> but... See, God wants undistracted attention. Yes. He wants undistracted worship, right? Undistracted time with Him. And so it's easy to come downstairs in the morning and, and get into our prayer, our prayer position, right? And just go through the motions, right? Praying. Oh, thank you, God. Like Pastor said, uh, tighten up your prayer, like the other night, right? Tuesday. So he's yeah. talking about prayer. Sometimes we have a late prayer life. Yeah. Come on, somebody. It's because <clears throat> we're not focused. And, uh, you know, it's good that, that we come down and pray in the morning. Sometimes we have awesome prayer in the morning, right? Come on. Sometimes I have awesome prayer at, at my house by myself with the Lord. But and sometimes it's good to, to come to prayer night, Tuesday night, right? Yes. And, and, and pray with, with, with everyone, right? But I believe that that's not enough for us. Like it's one thing to pray corporately, but... Well, God says to seek him. And that's one thing that I always tell the guys in the home. And it's something that I learned in the home. Because uh, there came a day when I was able to work a job. Right? And there's a, a, there came a time where I was able to get my phone back. There came a time where uh, I started to get other responsibilities. And it's the same thing at the house. You know, I, I got kids. I got a wife. I got food and and groceries, everything. You, you guys know what it takes to, to, to run a family, or at least you can you can visualize it. Like the man's probably busy. Yeah. Right? But 
I still have to make that time to, to seek, to seek him. And how many know that the Bible says that in, in the fullness of his presence, there's what? There's joy. There's joy. The Bible says joy. In the fullness of, the, of his presence, there is joy. Yes. Right? So, and, and, and the Bible also says in James, it says, those who seek me must believe that I'm a rewarder. You see, God rewards us when we seek him. God rewards, uh, rewards us when we uh, take, that, take that effort and he sees that my son genuinely wants to spend time with me. My son is genuinely uh, coming after me. What does it mean to seek? Come on, somebody. You ever lost a, a weed sack? Come on, somebody. You ever lost a, a little coat bag? What do I do with it? What do I do with it? And you go in your car, you're tearing up your car. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it's the men's home. I'm the only one. Come on. <laughs> Come on you're tearing up the laundry. Oh, look at those socks. Come on, somebody. You're, you're seeking. Right? You don't stop until you find it. Come on, somebody. And God wants that same effort when we come to seek God. When we come to seek the Lord, he wants that same effort, that same ambition, that same motivation. You are determined to, to find that little money that you had hidden. You are determined to find that, that little staff spot you were robbing the house. Come on, somebody. You're hitting the lick. Come on, somebody. You ever felt something? You ever felt something? You ever went uh, and burglarized somebody's house? Man, look who you talking to. Huh? Okay, then. So you ain't stop until you find it. You don't even care about the cops. Come on. Come on, somebody. You want to be worried about, about nosy neighbors. Yep. Come on, somebody. And you would, you, would, you would go through that and you would mm. seek. Come on. You know? So God expects the same thing, that, that there's effort when we seek him. And so, so what does seeking look like? You know, uh, if, if you if you fast, you decide to fast. God said, "My son's coming after me." And, and what does the Bible say? If you don't pick up your cross and deny yourself and come follow me, you can't be my disciple. So God is looking for us to come after Him. He's looking for us to seek Him wholeheartedly because there's so much that He wants to to reveal to you in that private time of prayer. In that private time of seeking the Lord, it, it, there's so much, uh, so much peace, and so much joy, and so much anointing, so much power, and so much uh, strength that that you are able to to get for yourself. Come on, somebody, how many know when you get to the presence of God, you're not going through the motions, you, you get refreshed. Amen. Come on, somebody, when I'm frustrated, I just, I just go smoke weed. I, I need a cigarette. How many have been there? I need a cigarette. I need a drink. But how many know when you finally learn how to pray and you found out that you could actually get into the presence of God and you actually found out that, that the peace of God and the joy of the Lord is better than any high that, that the world can offer? I mean, that, that became where you, be, that's, that's where you started to run. You see, I know that, that when I was smoking my weed, my weed was my crutch. When I would go through something, I would follow my weed. I would follow my butt. Yeah. And when I didn't have it, I would get mad. So and it's the same now. When I don't get that, that proper quality time uh, 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 of seeking the Lord, then I get frustrated. My wife be like, what's wrong with you? I need, I need to pray. My soul, my spirit, it, it, it yearns. My soul is addicted. Come on, somebody. That's a good thing to be addicted to the Lord. I, I, can't, I can't go without the Lord. And, 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 and if I go a day without prayer, I get convicted. Like, you, didn't come, you didn't come talk to me today. You didn't come seek me. Come on, somebody. Like, it, we can we can come Sunday and, and pray 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 it up that Sunday. Come on, somebody. But then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
you ain't spending no extra time with the Lord. You see, it, it, it doesn't impress pastor when he sees us pray at the altar Sunday. I know it's expected because we're, we're the men. We're, we're the men. We're bringing the atmosphere in, which is good. But it doesn't impress him, right? Uh, we need to be impressing the Lord. And, and when, when, when you hear a man cry out, out of brokenness, out of desperation, come on somebody, I know you've been there, I know you've been broken, you cried out, you, I feel the presence of God, and you're, you're being intimate with the Lord, Yes. and you're having that moment with Jesus, you're having that moment with with, with the Lord, amen, it, 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 it's, it's refreshing, but you know, that's what impresses Jesus, that's what impresses God, that's what impresses pastor, when he sees the young man getting a hold of God, but it's genuine, and, and, and it's not. We're not doing that to, to be seen. Oh, of course, we want to be acknowledged by our leader. I do. Come on, somebody. We're men, yeah. but God says you're 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 to be acknowledged by me. I validate you. Yes. And at the same time, I could be like that sometimes. I, mean, I want my pastor to see I'm doing good in this area, or I want my pastor to see that you know I'm getting a hold of the Lord. But when you make it your focus, when you make it your your main reason you're coming because I want more of Jesus. I'm here in this home because I want more of the Lord. I'm still going to church every, every day every, uh, to everything that I can because I want more of God. I'm picking up my Bible, come on somebody, out throughout the day looking because I want more of his word. Yes. Come on somebody, how many know when you seek God, you begin to build that hunger up for, for the Lord. Amen. You begin to build that hunger for his word. Come on somebody, what does the Bible say that... Uh, Man shall not live off of bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I'm always yearning to hear what the what what the Lord is going to say next to me. I'm always looking for for the next direction. You want to know where the anointing of God comes from? It comes when 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 a man sets his heart on Jesus and say, you know what? Today, before I do anything, I'm gonna set my my heart with the Lord. I'm gonna ask Him to protect my mind, protect my heart. But God, what what do you want? What do you need me to do? When when you seek the Lord. His will becomes your will. Ooh, come on, somebody. When you seek God, his burden becomes your burden. Why? Because the one that's not seeking him and it's only doing it on a Sunday, you don't have no, they don't have no burden for souls. No. But when you're you're aligned with your leader and you see that he's broken over lost souls and you hear him crying out to God, come on, somebody, and you know that he comes down in the middle of the night, you could you'll come down and get a glass of water. Pastor Ray's right here sitting down. Come on. With the worship is done. Yes. Come on, somebody. Burn that midnight candle. Why? Because we can't minister to anybody if we're empty. Yes. We can't, we can't, we can't lead anybody if, if we're not being intimate with the Lord. Come on, somebody. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Like, sometimes we go through the motion. I go through the motion all the time in my house, bro. Just, just trying to trying to get along with God and I'm not feeling it. Praying because I know I need to pray. But God says, what's your motivation when you come to me? What What is the reason? What's your motive that you're seeking me? See, I can seek God for, for anointing. Come on, somebody. I can seek God for for uh, for a job. I can seek God for a decision. Yes. Right? I can seek the Lord for, for peace. But when when is there a time where, where you're saying, God, I'm seeking you because I want to be with you. Woo, come on. And that's intimate. Come on, somebody. You just want to be with the Lord. Amen. 
And God says to seek me. And when you seek me, I'll find you. You'll find me. And when you pray to me, I'll answer you. I don't know. Has God ever answered one of your prayers? Amen. Come on, somebody. I remember I was complaining in my room upstairs one night. I was the only one here. Pastor was downstairs, but I was the only guy in the house in the home. I come downstairs the next morning, he gets his Bible up, devotion. Boom! Everything that I complained to God, and I, and I was praying about my leaders. And murmuring and complaining and seeking God. Pastor. Pastor comes downstairs, he, he ain't even hear me. I'm like, man, everything that this man is saying, I'm getting my answers. I didn't tell him nothing. I didn't tell him that 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 what what I was complaining about, I didn't tell him anything. But because <coughs> Pastor is a man who prays, and a man who prays and seeks the Lord is a man who's able to, to, to be used by God. God is able to speak through your leaders. Yeah. Uh, how many know that God speaks through our leaders? Amen. We may sometimes think it's oh, our pastors being like this or our leaders being like this. No, and you know, it says if you rebel against the one who's been given authority, you're actually rebelling against God. Yes. Come on, somebody. The, the, when I when I first came here to the home, um, when I first came to the home, the first scripture that God spoke to me, no man told me this. It was in, it's in the book of Hebrews. It says, obey your leaders. So I was like, why should I let pastors speak into my life? Why should I let anybody speak into my life? Come on, somebody. I'm a little pothead. I, I, I think I'm like a month or two, uh, maybe not even a month, bro, probably a weekend. But this is where God started to really, hey, man, I put this man in your life to yeah. give you wisdom, to guide you on your path. Cause like, come on, like coming off the streets, like, ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do. Nobody's gonna tell me how to live my life. Nobody's gonna direct me. I've been my own boss since sixteen. I've been doing, I do what I want to do. But God was like, no, I put this man and this woman over your life for a reason, for a purpose, to guide you to 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 the things that they have for you. It says, obey your leaders, for they get watch for your soul. Come on, somebody. Amen. God said, hey, obey this man because he's watching out for your soul. And don't make his job hard or it won't be a benefit to you. This is Hebrews 13, bro. You can go check it out later. It's crazy. And this is the first time God, God gave me revelation through his word. So when you open your Bible, come on, somebody. Uh, sometimes you ain't got time to pray like how you want to pray, right? Amen. If you open your Bible, this is God's word, right? Yes. When you begin to open it up, the, Jesus said, what are you searching the scriptures for? Have you ever read that passage? It, 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 I think it was talking to like one of the Pharisees. Like you search the scriptures because you think it has life in it, right? It says something like that, right? But uh, when you, what, what, what are you, what are you looking for? Every time a man opens the Bible, what is he looking for? When I come to the Bible, I'm looking for direction. I'm looking for what God is trying to speak into my life. Yes. Come on, somebody. Seeking the Lord. Come on now. Mark five, twenty five. It's uh. It was a relentless pursuit. Uh, this woman, the woman with the issue of blood, right? Mark Sorry, 25. Yep, Mark 5, 25 to 34. Once you see this, you guys there? It says, Mark 5, 25. It says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, 
She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her and who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. You see what happened when, when this woman physically touched Jesus. Amen. When she physically... Uh, Touched his garment and withdrew power. Come on, somebody. When 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 you physically get down on your knees, come on, somebody, and and, and you you connect. Come on, somebody say connect. Connect. You connect with Jesus, Amen. And the Holy Spirit, you're connecting with our Father. It's Pastor was preaching Sunday. When you connect with them, you're withdrawing power. Come on, somebody. You're tapping into the supernatural. You're tapping into a, a bank of a, a flowing power. Come on, somebody. There's there's a there's anointing. Come on, somebody. There's healing. Come on, somebody. There, there, there's, uh, uh, there's, there's armor. There's strength. Come on, somebody. Right there in his presence. We need to be a people that are able, when we get into prayer, when we begin to seek the Lord, and we make contact. Come on, somebody. We're, we don't want to just uh, come through and let our prayers hit the ceiling. Nah, you see, because you know what? Jesus it's full of power, and if we connect with them, undistracted in the mind, come on, somebody, we're focused, then we're going to be able to withdraw power. How do you think that pastor gets up to, to preach powerful messages? It's because he's seeking God throughout the week. God, what, what do I speak to the congregation? How do I help this sister? How do I help these men in the home? What do I speak to into their marriage? Come on, somebody. Ooh, you're pouring yourself out continually. So when you're pouring yourself out, what happens? If you want some more coffee, you're going to have to fill it back up. And how many know that, that we're, we're supposed to be continually, <laughs> continually filling our, getting filled with the Holy Spirit? It's a continual process. You don't just get uh, uh, your hands laid on and you fill the Holy Spirit. Come on. Now it's our job to go back to the source, the power is Jesus Christ. Go back into his presence and get filled again. That's why sometimes we may be ineffective when we go to the streets. If, if we don't pray or we went through the motions that day in the morning and we got prayer, uh, we got uh, we got streets at night, but we went through the motions all day. All right, come on, somebody. But when you're focused and you get into the presence of God and you touch his, his him, come on, somebody, you touch the, the Holy Spirit in, and the Holy Spirit touches you, you get filled with power and, and you're able to be effective. And without the Holy Spirit, we're not effective. Yep. Come on, somebody. So we got to be like that woman. You know how many people she had to push through to get to Jesus? And she had an issue of blood, so she probably smelled, come on, somebody. And she's probably looked at it or laughing at her. They, they're, they're making fun of her, come on, somebody, while she's walking through. And probably it was, a, it was a multitude. That means she has to push her way through the crowd, come on, somebody. Sometimes you got to push your way through distractions. Come on. Sometimes you got to push your way through emotions. Come on, somebody. You might have went to bed angry, woke up angry. You got to push your way through some emotions. I'm married. Come on. I get into it with my wife all the time. But I got to push my way through those emotions. 
And sometimes I got to push my way through my own thoughts. Come on, somebody. When you push your way like that woman, you get into the presence of God, you get a fresh strength. You get fresh, fresh peace, fresh joy. Man. And you just turn to Luke 11. We're going to close. Luke 11, 1 through 13. 11 what? Luke 11. Luke 11. 1 through 13. Are you with me? Amen. Men's home, are you with me? Beautiful. 11. Yeah. Um, just read the, the first part. It says, Now it came to pass, Jesus was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So Jesus taught him how to pray. Yes. You know, that was one of the things that the disciples asked Jesus to teach him because it was important. And when you pray, you're seeking. When, you, when you're fasting, you're seeking, right? Yes. And it's important to seek, seek God because... You never know. You never know what you're gonna get out of out of that time when you spend with Jesus. You never know what the Lord's gonna to speak to you when you open your word and you, you set your time. Say, you know, I'm gonna spend this time with God. You never know what's gonna happen. Anything can happen in His presence. Come on. You want somebody? And uh, you know, as disciples, we need to make the most of our time in the home and even in my own house. Yes. You know, because I work. Sometimes I gotta get up at 4 a.m. Come on. And be at work at six. It's hard to get up at four sometimes. Yes. A lot of times it's hard. But nevertheless, seeking God has to be priority in our lives. Yes. More important than anything else. Right? Matthew 7 7 says, Keep asking, seeking, and not. Right? You guys read that passage? Yes. Where he says, uh, Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, not. And it shall be open unto you. Persistent and faith. And then in the book of James it says, uh, Let no man who doubts think he shall receive anything from the reward. But those who seek him must believe that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. Amen. And if, you, if you're here in this home and you're looking for Jesus, you're going to find him. Yes. Right? That's what it says. If you look for the dirt in a man's life, you're going to find it. Yes. But if you look for the good in a man's life, you'll find that too. Yes. So if you look and you seek, you make the most of your time while you're here because nobody knows how long you guys will be here. Hopefully you guys are in, in forever until God sends you out. You make the most of your time to seek the Lord. You're going to find what God has for you. You're going to find the purpose that he has for you. You're going to find the next step that he has for you. And you're going to walk into the promised land. All right? The calling of God for your life. So let's go ahead and stand. Amen. You know somebody. Treasures. Thank you, Jesus, for these men of God right here, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives, Father. And I just pray, God, that, Lord, that we would uh, adhere to your voice, God, and we would seek you above all else, God. And, Lord, God, that when those times come, Lord, God, that it's hard to pray, God, or it's hard to get away, Father God, I pray, God, that you would draw us. God, your word says that no man can come unless he's drawn by you, God. And I know that you draw us every morning, God, for prayer, God. You call us into your presence. And we just thank you, Lord, that you've given us access, God, to your throne. But I pray, God, that you would teach us, God, how to uh, how to be filled with your spirit. And, Lord God, how to rejoice at all times. But, Lord God, 
how to seek you, Lord. And I know, Lord, that you have so much prepared for these two men here, God. Your word says, no, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard all the things that you have prepared for those who love you, God. So we just thank you tonight, God. And I pray, God, you would, you would increase in our lives and we would decrease. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <clears throat> Man, she don't like you. What you been doing to her? Kicking her? <laughs> <laughs>